Welcome to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm your host, Associate Editor Hannah Bubser. The familial connection to this industry runs deep, and the concept of a family business is something that the automotive aftermarket knows well. Sarah White runs a Grease Monkey location in Fort Collins, Colorado that was originally established by her grandfather. On this episode of the podcast, Sarah joins me to discuss her perspective on the family shop and having a women-run business. dedicated much of your life to the automotive aftermarket, especially with your family's Grease Monkey location in Fort Collins, Colorado. So I'd like to start our conversation today by just having you give a rundown of the history of your family's shop and how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. Uh, So my grandfather founded the business in 1994. Uh, He was from Cheyenne. He never worked at the business. Uh, He built it with the intentions of my dad and uncle running it from the ground up. um, We own the land and the lot as well as the car wash that's on our location. My uncle put in a few years. Um, My dad really stuck with the business, though. He's still working with us today. Um, I was brought on, like I said, that was in 1994. I came to work 19 years ago. So, you know, I work on cars. I don't do math, but. That was a long time ago. I was 15 when I started. Um, I've been there ever since. It started as a part-time job, uh, mostly to keep me busy during the summer and on weekends during middle school. And then it just kind of blossomed from there. Uh, We've brought on several other cousins throughout the years. No one really stuck around um, more than a year or so uh, other than my sister. I've had working with me for the last uh, 12 years now, biological sister. And with that, we've, my dad has adopted one other sister who now works for me full-time. She's been a great hand for almost eight years. Her name is Amber. And between my biological sister, Miranda, myself and Amber, we run the show with my dad only now being there one or two days a week. And what have you learned from being in this family shop environment, have you learned any lessons from your father or from working with your family that you can translate into the work that you do every day? Probably too many to count. Um, Patience is a virtue and working with family isn't easy, but make, you know, because it's hard, that's the hardest people you're ever going to work with this family. So if you can do that, like, really, I feel like I've got the patience to work with anybody else. You don't get to pick your family, you know, like you do get to pick the people that you surround yourself in your daily life. So you're kind of forced to just figure out how to make it work. Um, Patience is huge in that. Uh, Communication is probably why we're so successful. I do think that females have a way to communicate that doesn't always work the same way as how men communicate. And a lot of times it's not even verbal. We we've learned how to communicate um, through with our eyes and through body language. And that's really helped us um, to be successful. And I would say that I, like, I have a family, I have a stepdaughter, I have a son, and I really hope that they take patience and communication 
from me through what I've learned in my business. There's a million other lessons though, too. I mean, gosh, I wouldn't even know where to start. I'm sure you learn a lot just from being in that family environment too every day. And additionally, the automotive aftermarket has historically been really male dominated and being a woman in this industry, I know that's a perspective that you and I both share to an extent, but not to cast too wide of a net, but what is it like to run a female run business in a mostly male dominated industry? Well, it really sets us apart. I would say um, it's probably why we're really successful. It is very hard to build trust. Um, but I feel like we work a little bit harder to earn that. And it makes it that much more rewarding. Um, trust from both men and women. You know, most people either don't, one, think we know what we're talking about, or two, aren't capable of doing the job. And we prove them wrong all the time, every day. And we earn that customer every time. And I think that that's what sets us apart. It's harder to run a female-run business in a male industry, absolutely, because we're working that much harder but it's worth it. And we've spoken about how this is a family shop and really how that shapes your shop is something that I'm curious about. What, what is it like working alongside your sisters and, and your dad and having this kind of family history of that's how the shop was established. So keeping that family through line, um, what's it like working with your family? Oh, we have a blast now. Um, it's been good for our relationship because, you know, when you're a teenager and you start working with your dad, you hate it, right? And then your little sister comes along and you're not happy about it. And then everybody, you know, I am the next in line for my father, so I'm my sister's boss. And so we're all telling each other what to what to do and all the opinions are different. But over the years, as we've kind of fallen into our own roles and we've each taken our own, I would say niche or responsibility in the business. Uh, we've really formed a good team and now it's so easy. I wouldn't say easy. It's a, it, everything's a breeze. Now everything is seamless and we have, we get to have fun while we're there. Um, it brings us together. It's something that we can sit around the dinner table when we, you know, celebrate birthdays and stuff and we all have in common and we get to give each other a hard time about it. And it's, rewarding in a whole nother level that people who just have a normal boss, they don't get that. Like we, we have a blast. There's a lot of, uh, crap talking in a shop, you know? So, you know, we have to be able to give each other a hard time and I don't know. It's cool. It's really cool. I'm proud. I'm proud to say it's my dad every day. I'm proud to say it's my sister, you know, go, go in the office and speak to my sister, go talk to my sister, Amber, um, customers will call and they'll say, which sister did I speak to? Or is that old man there? And I'll say, did you need, did you need Marcus, my father? And they'll say, actually, I want to talk to his daughter. Say, well, you're lucky because she's right here. You know, it's, it's just a really homey feeling and we have fun doing it. That sounds like a really great dynamic. And I know you host a ladies day as well at your shop. Can you tell me more about what that entails? I'm pumped. So yes, absolutely. Uh, I recently went to a convention uh, for Grease Monkey in Nashville. And obviously when your juices are flowing and you're talking about other people's shops and things, um, 
that's how I came up with this idea. And as far as I was able to kind of investigate, there isn't another store nationwide that does anything like this, Grease Monkey or any other franchise that I'm aware of. So what we do is we have 100% female staff on the first Wednesday of every month. We're rocking our pink t-shirts that say Grease Monkey. Um, we give a larger discount for that oil change than we do for any other service on any other given day. And the reason being is because I actually want the females to come in for their oil changes, not just send their husband with the coupon, you know, or the, the dad that has to bring the daughter's car or something like that. And we actually advertise and encourage for any female visitor to step out on the floor when it's their time for service. Um, and whether it be a service or not, you know, if they just need to double check their oil or they're concerned about a, a tire you know, safety issue, or they were recommended a different service at another store and they don't know that the information that they've been given is valid. Whatever the case may be, when it's their car's turn, one of my gals will work one-on-one -on -one with them on the floor, hands-on. It does make the service a little bit longer. Um, there isn't always as much success in, you know, sales and that kind of thing, but that's not what we're after on that day. It's purely for education and enjoyment, honestly, us girls together, because I, I have enough staff that we can run seven females on that day. We have a blast together. You know, we get done up and we get to teach people what we know. And it's, it's really catching on. I wish we did it more than one day a month, honestly. And why, in your opinion, is it important for customers to have access to educational opportunities such as that um, car maintenance education that you do for women? Why is why is it important for customers? Well, men and women, I would say it's important for. Um, the one issue that I had with this idea is that I didn't want it to come across as um, one-sided or, you know, God forbid I say sexist or something, but... Um, it's important for everybody, right? For safety, number one. And I would say self-sufficiency. And honesty. You know, people don't have that feeling where they go anywhere for customer service now. And they're experiencing honesty. Everybody is trying to make a dollar, right? And so I just think that it's humbling for people to be educated in an open way. And for people to be self-sufficient when they leave my store, I don't lose business from that. That's how I'm gaining more business. So it's super important that these people can at least feel basic information about their car so then they can be safe. They can share it with others. I don't think it hurts anybody to learn anything, right? And kind of switching gears a little bit, but in sort of the same realm here, um, how would you describe your leadership style in the shop? I wish you could ask my crew that. <laughs> See what they would say. Um, no, I'm so I'm very hands-on. I don't have any employees that will or can do anything that I can't. Um, I would say that I am very open and that I would say understanding you know being a female leader we do tend to like maybe it's a mother in me or something like that but we do tend to be a bit softer um but i 110 percent hold people accountable so yeah i'd probably say i'm pretty hands-on and pretty soft and only as tough as i need to be when i have to be 
Nobody wants to see that. And I know you mentioned wishing you could um, ask your team that question. And so I'm wondering here too, in this next question I have for you, um, well, <laughs> what would they say? No, I, I think the, the relationship that you have with your team is so important and it sounds like you really prioritize that as well. So what's your approach to hiring and establishing a quality team at your shop? Um, that's a good question because I'm only as strong, like my business is only as strong as our weakest link, right? So um, everybody is family. I have a really low turnover rate. We we do offer things, obviously, that help us keep good employees that maybe other stores won't offer, like a higher um, start rate. Um, I make sure that they all have some sort of insurance reimbursement because I want to make sure that they can take care of themselves and their families. And um, we do bonuses and we do Christmas parties and, and things like that, that I really think help keep the core crew with us for a long period of time. But as far as the picking them out of the applications goes, there's, I wish it, there was a blueprint for it. Um, it's a lot of feeling right out of the gate. I can talk to, I've done this for so long. I can talk to somebody for the first two minutes and tell you if they'd be a good hire or not. I think as long as they have a good attitude and a willingness to work, then I can train anybody to do the rest of the job. They have to show up at the door with an eagerness and they're ready to get in there. And then the rest is, the rest is easy. It's hard to find that nowadays. And you mentioned training a little bit there. I I'm curious about how you incorporate training opportunities for your techs. What is your approach to that? Side by side. Um, everybody's got a different way of doing something, but we have to be uniform in what we do. Uh, we are not, you know, a corporate location per se. So even though we do provide all of Grease Monkey's online training and access to all of the crew, I want them to do it the way that I do it with, with our special touch, with something that I have been able to kind of groom for the last 20 years. So it's literally side by side. I, I don't have any sort of formal training. I send them away to, they can do their own homework at home at night if they like, but when it comes to day to day in the store, um, I'm right next to them, either myself or my sister. And what do you think are some of the unique benefits to really concentrating on and being in one industry uh, in your career, your experience being in this shop setting? What are the benefits to that, in your opinion? I'd say the number one benefit that I've gotten from my business is relationships. I'm honored to be a young individual that has connections throughout the entire town. Uh, and not even the town through in Northern Colorado. Um, the personal relationships that I've made with my customers is the most rewarding thing that I could ever, I mean, I, I'm tearing up right now just thinking about it. Um, it's a huge benefit. I enjoy the people. Uh, obviously, acquired knowledge over time has, I like honed in my skills, but it's not near as important as what we're giving back to the other people and the relationships that we're making along the way. I mean, if I've got people calling me from different states, different 
counties, different towns and, hey, I heard this or I read that or, you know, I need a recommendation on so-and-so or what would you say? Who do I contact for this? And and that that is the most rewarding and um, uplifting feeling ever. And it all just became because I may have done your oil change. Like, how cool is that? It's really moving to hear you talk about those relationships because I agree. I think they're so important in this industry. And this might be a hard question for you to answer, but what's really your favorite part about being a shop owner in this industry, um, along with these relationships that you've made? What else really fills your cup? Oh, um, well, I think about, I think about family still probably, um, standing side by side with my sister and everyone knowing us by name. Like, I'm so proud of how far we've come together as running a business together and, um, all of our personal triumphs and feats that we've had to face in our outside life, you know, not in the pretty world of the grease monkey, but, um, her and I have come a long way to be able to say that we're still standing here running the business that my grandfather built that long ago. That is such a rewarding feeling. And I think too about, um, I have a stepdaughter. She's worked at the business for me. Um, she's not currently there cause she just graduated, but, um, it's a really cool feeling to see multiple generations and then to all of a sudden have the roles reversed where I'm a parent with a teenager working under my feet. I have a son who's two and I hope to bring him up in the same side sort of environment that I was able to grow up in. I mean, I remember being six years old, taking my dad lunch during the summer. And then next thing you know, I'm getting dropped off and I don't, I don't get to leave because I'm getting clocked in. I, I hope that the same for my son. So then he can just experience what my sister and I experienced all through our childhood and teens and now adults, you know? You've already got so many interesting and compelling things going on in your shop, but when you look to the future, what, what are your goals? I was afraid you were going to ask this one. This, <laughs> uh, this is a hard one. So um, expansion is always on the table. Um, this We live in a really fast growing community. Um, there's a lot of homes being built. There's a lot of business opportunities in the area. However, the magic that happens with my sisters and I at the store wouldn't work if we were split up. So, you know, eventually if I have enough females that we can do what I'm doing in two places, I may consider. However, being a new mama in a very successful business where I'm finally, finally getting to take some time for myself to, you know, I work one day at home doing the books or um, I get to take a, a day off with my dad for the first year since we've been working together and we have a crew to run it and we get to take a vacation day together. We're finally getting to that freedom point where I don't know if a whole nother store is, is ideal. <laughs> if the opportunity came up, we with the right women would consider. But for now, I'd like to just keep building the crew that I have, bringing on the right employees that fit and making our lives easier. My dad's practically retired and I'm loving taking time off with my son. I'm loving taking time off to 
hunt and fish and camp and do all those fun things with my dad and my sister and I get a day off every once in a while together. I mean, we went years, years and years and years where family vacations were not an option. So I think we're just going to ride this wave for a little bit and who knows, maybe there will be a Grease Girls store out there someday soon. Yeah, I think a, a lot of what you're saying makes sense and, and definitely would resonate with other shop owners too. Um, before we wrap up today, is there anything else you want to add about your shop or your experience? Oh gosh, probably not without trying to cry. <laughs> um, no, I just, I, I'm passionate about what I do. I couldn't do it without my sisters and my dad too, obviously. But um, I just really want to thank you for taking the time to have any sort of interest in this. I mean, we've we've dreamt about this and talked about this for so long to finally create something a little bit different with the opportunity that we have and the customer base that we've developed and it's happening right now. That just means so much to me. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I, I really appreciate your time as well and, and just sharing your story with us. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. For more content, follow Nolan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you never miss another. Subscribe to the Nolan Podcast wherever you listen. I'm Associate Editor Hannah Bubser, and I'll talk to you more next time. Thank you.